0: I'm Hans
1: and I'm Laura and
0: we we love love to go go to the the movies. movies. Before the pandemic, we loved to go to the theater and watch a film on Saturday.
1: And now we're doing it in our living room. But one way or the other, the one thing we love more than watching the movie is discussing it.
0: So now we get to do it with you and a cocktail. So enjoy.
1: Hans Hans and Laura Laura go go to to the
0: movies. movies. Hello movie fans, this week we watched the 2014 film Chef, written by and starring Jon Favreau, along with John Leguizamo, Bobby Cannavale, Scarlett Johansson, and Dustin Hoffman briefly.
1: Right, and we watched this movie because... It was a movie that I had wanted to watch for a while. It had been recommended to us through a family member. And because we sort of, on a whim, decided to watch a movie and pulled up our options and it appeared there and I was like, ooh, that's a movie I've actually been wanting to watch.
0: Yeah, I think that pretty much sums up why we decided to watch it. I The, the movie itself was uh, basically about a chef who is uh, frustrated with his lack of creative opportunities at the uh, successful but dated restaurant at which he worked and uh, goes on to then um, start a food truck and build a better life for himself
1: right And so I'm kind of excited to talk about this film, but first... I'm glad you are. I'd like to talk about what we're drinking. So we're definitely in it. It's summertime here. We're drinking summery drinks. And so we just went with a classic, which is spiced rum and coconut seltzer.
0: So, Laura, what did you think of Chef?
1: You know, I really love restaurants. And so the subject matter... So do I. Yeah.
0: We ate at a restaurant tonight.
1: We did. It was it was very good. Um, so it was an interesting subject matter. But I think, you know, I walked away from the movie with, like, one thought, which was edit, yes. edit, edit. Okay. The film just... It, like, was too long and it meandered.
0: Mm. And then
1: it made it confusing because you're like, why are these things happening? Why am, why why is there 15 minutes about this character? I don't even know who this character
0: is. Could you give me an example?
1: I could. Um,
0: I agree with you, but I'm trying well, to think I mean, of a like, tangible example.
1: You know, the sous chef... Scarlett Johansson's character, his ex-wife, his ex-wife's ex-husband. That's like 50% of the characters, I think,
0: at least (laughs) in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a great point that you make there, Lar. And it's not something that I actually focused on myself. I didn't think so much about editing as being my takeaway from the movie. But I agree with you. There are some definitely unnecessarily long sequences that could certainly have been trimmed. I, I think about some of the um, some of the uh, the the the, um, the 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 buddy romance on the food truck could probably have been pared down a bit.
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm my biggest. I think my biggest problem was is like. There were certainly themes in this movie, and there was certainly a plot, but I sort of didn't really understand, like, the journey or, like, what the big takeaway was because there was just, like, so much, like, there were so many things, right? It's, like, how I became more creative. Right. How I bucked, you know, like, convention, how I (laughs) – we fell in love, how yeah. I built a relationship with my son, yeah. how, you know, should it was like there was too much going on in the movie. There's too many stories.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that, that that sort of feeds into some of my thoughts. Um I, I thought that Chef, the film, was an easy breezy movie about self-actualization, about turning your dreams into reality. It offered a story in which the main character faced few meaningful challenges, received all the help he needed at the right time, had amazingly supportive friends and colleagues, and whose quote-unquote issues were easily recognized and overcome.
1: Right. No, totally. I agree with you. And I think that sort of, like, feeds into my point is, like, Right, like, I don't really understand what the struggle was in the movie. Like, that's the thing, is I don't understand what the conflict was. It just seemed like everybody wanted him to, like, do well and be a good guy. And they, like, enabled him to do so. And, like...
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like the women in this movie were sort of almost confounding to me. And I think you felt somewhat the same way, maybe for a slightly different reason, which is like, I don't understand necessarily what the women see in them because like his ex wife was divorced from him or maybe she wasn't his ex wife. I don't know who she was. It was unclear. Why was it unclear? I don't know, because she was sort of an important figure in the movie. So the fact that it was so undefined, again, I think goes back to my edit, edit, edit. Like, either it was unimportant or it was not unimportant. I don't know. But it's like, what is this woman who's like, well, we were divorced or whatever. We had a kid together and we're broken up. But I'm still just going to be this, like, champion in your life. And not to say that that can't happen, because I think it can. but But, like, she really went above and beyond to help him out. And granted, they share a kid. But then, like, when you compare that to, like, the only other woman really in the movie who is, like, I believe his other love interest,
0: mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson's
1: character. You assume, but it's it's not really in-your-face overt, but it seems that that's what they're hinting at like she too seems to like be sort of completely unemotionally involved in their relationship and the potential end of their relationship. And is sort of just like, I just want what's best for you. And it just doesn't make any sense to me that there's all these people who just like,
0: no Laura, Laura It makes no sense at all. The, the plot was devoid of almost any real conflict at all. I mean, honestly, almost any real conflict, interpersonal, financial, Anything. There were really no conflicts. There was, there, there was almost no rising or falling action in this movie. It was basically just kind of a, a level playing field through and through. Uh, I, I I totally agree. These characters, the characters in this, in this chef's life are it just, just, just bend over backwards to accommodate him in, in every which way for, um, unrealistically so.
1: The only character that doesn't do that is Bobby, um, the sous-chef. Bobby, um... Cannavale? Yes. He's the only person that doesn't basically, like, bend over backwards to, like, support this guy. That's because he
0: has to go on and become a gangster in, um, Boardwalk Empire and...
1: No, but, I mean, and that's only because, like, he basically, like, the main character gets fired and he's like, come on, Bobby. Bobby wasn't his name in the movie, but I can't remember the sous chef's name.
0: The movie. <laughs> anyway.
1: And Bobby's kind of like, no, nah, I'm just going to stay here. And then which like, which is the
0: only character who made a reasonable choice in the movie, probably. <laughs>
1: but, but the thing was, is then like five minutes later, the two of them get in the same room again. And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, man. And, The main character's like, no, you did what you had to do. Congratulations on getting my job. And, like, that was it. Which, like, the thing is, is, like, that might be how something goes down in reality. I would like to think that, like, in many ways, my life is bereft of conflict. But the problem (laughs) is, is, like, nobody wants to watch a movie about my life. Because in order for it to be something worthwhile, there needs to be some conflict.
0: Right, right. The movie can be called podcast. <laughs> um, no, it
1: would be podcast or podcaster.
0: podcaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to be an exciting film right there. I bet that's going to be a box office hit. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I left this movie wishing that life worked like this, that obstacles arise at just the right time to point your life in a new direction leading to tremendous professional, financial, and interpersonal success. That's what happens here, right? Yeah. He had a problem with his job, and guess what? That just sparked everything else to Cascade in these amazing ways that made everything better. Lucky Chef. Right. I will also say, though, Laura, this is critical. But I do think that there's a place for a movie like this. It's a fun diversion. It offers a feel-good ride.
1: I don't disagree with you.
0: You watched this movie. You felt like I felt like I was watching a supplemented Top Chef.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fair. But I also will say that I actually at points found this movie sort of boring because I was just like, what? Like, is this ever? Like, what is? I feel like the plot is not advancing. Like I felt like this movie is agonizingly long because I don't feel I'm any farther along in the movie than I was 25 minutes ago. Okay,
0: wow, there you go.
1: So I don't disagree with you there's a place for fun movies. I still just think that, I mean, I don't know how long this movie was, but it felt very long to me. It felt like a very long movie. So either it was a long movie and it should have been shorter or it wasn't a long movie and it just felt incredibly long. Yeah, which again goes back to my edit, edit, edit comment.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure of the exact running time um, at the off the top of my head, but I don't believe that it was an exceptionally long movie. I think it was a, uh, it was pretty uh pretty normal in length. Um, but yeah, so you know, I, I think that probably you know my takeaway from this movie, all things considered, everything else being said. Let's all go buy a junky old food truck, fix it up in one day, and wait for everything else to fall into place. Yes?
1: Yeah, sure. Or we can have real experiences that are painful and difficult, but also joyful and meaningful. One of the two. (laughs) I want to go back to this, though, about the whole food thing, because... As mentioned previously, we really like restaurants. I'll speak for myself. I really like rest- I really like food, and I really like restaurants. And I feel like the movie did make some um, good jokes about, you know, some restaurant food. For instance, the chocolate lava cake.
0: Okay, well, I, I don't know what you're going to say about this, but I have a thought about this.
1: Okay, I don't have any problem with a chocolate lava cake. I don't have any problem with them making fun of a chocolate lava cake. I would have had no problem if the movie would have just treated a chocolate lava cake like it was like the ultimate new interesting dessert that existed. That's not where my criticism is. My criticism is, is that the thing I found most confusing about their food truck was that they bought this food truck... And then they drove it across country. But instead of being like... I mean, I guess it was supposed to be like a Cuban food food truck. But then the problem was is that whatever location they went to, they just made the food of that location. Which just doesn't make any sense to me. Because like, are you really going to tell me you're going to roll up in New Orleans for three days and you're going to have the best Binets in New Orleans? Because for three days you're a Binet food truck? I mean, I know they served other stuff. But I just... I really like... To me, that was, like, a barrier for me in, like, the food thing. And perhaps that's because... Oh,
0: don't get me started about well, the, I mean, about this aspect. I, yes.
1: I really like... I mean, and also, in full disclosure, you know, I very much like to travel. And so, you know, food tourism is sort of, like, a thing in my mind. It's like, whether or not you want to use that term, one of the great things about travel is you get exposed to new foods different techniques, different cuisine and different places you visit, but it just to me felt like what's the point of a food truck if you're just going to roll up into a city and make the food of the city? The city already has that food.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Bring your food somewhere else. Anyway, that's
0: all. Yeah, no. I I agree. Well, I mean, I I think that the um the menu that they that they decided to give his original restaurant that they were sort of poking fun at was ridiculous target i mean there's just no no restaurant that uh food critics gonna be going to is gonna be serving is gonna be serving that menu at this point in time um or when this movie was made in 2014
1: yeah, I mean, like, and- I don't even have a problem, like, the my reason for bringing this up is because they made such a big deal of, like, the old-school, not-creative menu, and I get that, but you can't have it both ways. You can't then say, like, our great idea for the creative menu is we're going to drive to New Orleans and make the
0: well for that matter just we're going to we we need to branch out we need to we need to be more innovative as 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 chefs and so we're going to make apparently the world's best cubano right i mean come on now come on really how's that how's that how is that?
1: i mean somebody has to do it so that wasn't even my problem my problem was more just like i i don't know Perhaps this is why I'm not a creative genius, though. Who knows?
0: Well, don't sell yourself short, Laura. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their is entitled to the